What's up, everyone? Welcome to the Frequency Podcast. I'm your host, Frankie J. Lopez. Hope you're all doing well. Before we get into it, please follow the podcast page, allow for notifications, rate the podcast. Also, follow me on social media at Frequency Podcast Network, on Instagram, on TikTok, consistent content, including a few album reviews that don't make the podcast. It is list season. For the remainder of the year, I'm going to be listing off my favorite projects in a few different genres, ending the year with my holistic 2022 top 10 albums of the year. And this week, we're starting off with a fun one, my top five pop projects of the year. And I can't say it's been my favorite year for the genre, but we definitely had some gems that came out. Worth noting before I get into the list, subgenres of pop are fair play here. And in fact, they make up the majority of my list. So that being said, going to start with my number five, Carly Rae Jepsen's The Loneliest Time. Another fun record from Carly. This thing spans genres like dance, synth, and electropop with some influences of funk and bedroom pop as well. The highlights come when Carly's songwriting is personable and fun. Fantastic hooks on tracks like Surrender My Heart, Talking to Yourself, Beach House. I love when her personality shines through. She's incredibly bubbly on tracks like Sideways. And her fantastic vocal performances take center stage on a couple of these tracks as well. Go Find Yourself or whatever and The Loneliest Time, which features wonderful vocals. And although I do think there are some lowlights with the songwriting, when Carly's in her bag, there's no denying she's still one of the most standout artists in mainstream pop. And I believe this is one of the better records to come out in the genre this year. Next with number four, we have Nicki's second studio album, Nicole. I think Nicki is providing a refreshing twist to indie folk by blending in genres like bedroom pop and indie pop. The more upbeat and vibrant instrumentals allow for this record to be more fairly accessible. Moments like High School in Jakarta and Keeping Tabs, with the latter leaning into some hyperpop influence, it's super dope. Most impressive to me, though, is the fantastic songwriting on here. On much of this is very personal, intimate, and vivid with loads of imagery and metaphors that songwriting nerds like me will just absolutely love. Moments like the opener before, the apartment we won't share in Anaheim are just loaded with emotion. And I enjoy this record quite a bit and think Nikki has a ton of potential. I'm excited to see her grow as a songwriter and hopefully play around with some of the sounds that she dipped her toes into on this project. Next with number three, we have The Weeknd's Dawn FM. Fantastic follow-up to The Weeknd's first go at some 80s pop. And this project not only doubled down on that sound, but to me exceeded what he was trying to do on After Hours. Introducing way more elements of synth pop, electro pop, and dance pop. Throughout this album, we get some great songwriting with some cohesive narrative throughout the track list. From the start on Gasoline, where Weekend portrays himself as this nihilistic person, using drugs and sex to feel something. Conceptually, it is typical Weekend. And although the radio concept doesn't do too much for me, I do like how it blends into the 80s theme of the record. The real reason this project stands out is the handful of incredible hooks with fantastic vocal performances. Take My Breath, How Do I Make You Love Me, Best Friends. We even get really great and intimate slow jams like Out of Time that are almost like a contemporary soft rock moment. And don't even get me started on the triumphant movie-like ending that is less than zero. I'll agree that the peaks on After Hours are larger than life and probably better than the ones on Don FM, but I do think Don FM is more of a consistent listen from front to back, which is why it's my number three. Next with my number two, we get FKA Twigs' Capri Songs. At number two, because my number one has just grown a lot on me, but still, I think this is definitely an interesting and diverse pop project. I love the themes of love, insecurity, self-confidence. This album is just an interesting way of looking at Twigs' relationship with loving herself and other people. And the reason this album stands out so much to me is Twigs' vocal performances themselves. She just has a wonderful range, but more specifically, she uses her voice in a lot of unique and 
intricate ways. Tracks like Meta Angel and Which Way are so creative as they range from pop, R&B, electronic, Latin, dancehall. This thing just has a bit of everything. And although the songwriting isn't all the way there, I think she more than makes up for it with her creative vocals, the diversity in the instrumentals, chemistry with some of the features on here, including The Weeknd, catchy hooks, and a generally cohesive theme of self-reflection. And lastly, with my number one pop album of the year, it's gotta be Beyonce's Renaissance. And what can I say? Beyonce came through one of the strongest albums in her discography. There's so much passion, flavor, and creativity in this thing. The vocals carry a ton of personality and energy, which is only further enhanced by Beyonce's unapologetic confidence. This leads to undeniably catchy choruses like Break My Soul and Cozy. And she not only jumps full force into dance pop, but also methodically weaves in elements of Afrobeat, funk, R&B, and hip-hop. And this leads to some incredible instrumentation on tracks like That Girl and Thick, both with a darker synth approach. Energy has this awesome Afrobeat influence, and I love the funk influence on tracks like Virgo's Groove. Beyonce spends much of this just getting out of her comfort zone and giving us an album with an equal mix of fun and creativity. Easily my pop album of the year and incredibly deserving of all the praise that it's gotten thus far. Hopefully it performs well at the Grammys early next year. If you want to hear more about my thoughts on these albums and other albums, check out my full-length reviews on the podcast or some of my one-minute reviews on social media at Frequency Podcast Network on Instagram and TikTok. Feel free to DM me on either as well if you want to chat about the list. DMs are always open. Stay tuned. We're going to be doing lists all month and you don't want to miss it. Until then, I will see y'all later.